Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things we've seen, heard, or read, to what we did and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. <coughs> and my name is Ruthie. <laughs> Uh, this is dropping. <laughs> I was holding that. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> ah. Hey, so, so uh, how how are you feeling now? Oh, I feel um, great, Albert. Thank you for asking. I feel terrific. I feel tip top. I love living in Los Angeles, the sunshine, and all that stuff. Oh, I feel great. Wait, what? You were talking to me. Sh- shut up, Tommy. Oh, what? Oh, sorry. <laughs> what? what I am very, very ill with the flu. Oh, nice. Have you gone to see the doctor? Yeah, I went. I went yesterday. But it was too late. What do you mean it's too late? Like it's too late to give me like Tamiflu. And all oh, that okay. Because it's they, viral. Oh, because they told you you already kind of peaked and stuff like that. You already just just sleep yeah. it off. Oh, Which is bullshit. Because I totally feel like I peaked today. Like I really, <laughs> <laughs> really. <laughs> why, yeah. But why couldn't they just? I was like, what was the downside of of them giving you prescription medicine? Like, something. I mean, they could have, but they were like, it might not do anything. All right. So I'm like. All right, I'm like whatever, fine. What, why don't you just give go, it to me? Why don't you say, hey, I'll take the risk. I'll, <laughs> I already paid my copay. I just have to pay for the medicine. Let's let's rock and roll, know, buddy. Right? Let's rock and roll. Let's do this. Let's get me high, man. He gave, he gave me cough medicine. That's it. Uh, what a dick. <laughs> yeah. I was I I realized that I never asked I've never asked um for antibiotics mm-hmm. before from mm-hmm. doctors because we always had a supply of antibiotics with her. Yeah, correct. So that sucks. Yeah. All right, what are you gonna do? Did you at least stay home from work? Yeah, I, I've stayed like the last couple of days. Nice. Yeah. No, it sucks because um, like last week I was already down from like coming because I was in Orlando for our aunt's fu- um, memorial, right? Mm-hmm. So like I barely slept when I was there over the weekend. So mm-hmm. I had to take three bereavement days because I was just like so out of it and I was already coming down with this and I was mm-hmm. trying to keep it at bay. But then Saturday, like it just came back with a vengeance anyway. So I'm still... Like, but <laughs> do you take uh, flu shots? No, I don't believe in that shit. You should. Actually, I took a flu shot this year. I actually kind of worked. I really? Didn't, you didn't, didn't I never get it. the flu, though. I yeah. like the last time I got the flu was 2015. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then before that was 2013. Yeah. Like, I remember when I have it because that's <laughs> like th- that's when I get really bad. Yeah. Like most people. But I otherwise, get... every year I never get it. Hmm. Like most people, I get sick once a year and stuff like that. But this year, I, I didn't get the flu at all this year. I took the flu shot. <laughs> Oh, you, you so just like called. Worked. You just like called it out, Jamie. Now you're gonna get it. Yeah. Well, no. Because <laughs> yeah, right. cool. well, everybody that I know who takes the flu shot mm-hmm. gets sick right after. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the that's the conspiracy theory that uh, what you call it? that's you, the you, whole point of the flu. Yeah, shot, you, you get the flu and then you get the flu shot and then you get the flu because they put a dead flu yeah. sign or something like that. The, yeah. the whole idea is that the, the current flu is gonna take. Oh, he already has the flu, so yeah. I'm not gonna go to him. Well, the other thing they but say, but it's not 100. Yeah. Well, the other thing they say is it, you you still might you still might get sick with the flu, but it just won't be as t- intense intense, and you recover faster. And I felt like that's what eh. I I felt like that's what I kind of got. I got the flu shot. And I didn't get really sick, but I felt like I kept fighting. There was like two or three times where I felt like I was going to get sick, but I kind of fought it off, if that makes any mm. sense. You know what I mean? So yeah. I recommend the flu shot. I actually do. You know, mm. I'm not oh, anti yeah. I'm not anti vaxxer I've never taken it. Don't listen to the Jamie McCarthy I, guys. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think. Like, if I'm going to get sick, like, I'm just going to get sick. You know, yeah. like, it's the same thing. Sure. If, if I'm going to get the flu shot, I'm going to get sick anyway. Whereas mm. if, I did, if I didn't get the flu shot, I wouldn't have gotten sick. Like, I'd rather take those chances. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, uh, sounds like you're going to have to skip this week's episode. Although you're kind of here already. 
But yeah, uh, yeah get some <laughs> well, rest. If you want to hear more of that every like two seconds, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll join you. Yeah, yeah, just go ahead and get some more rest. Um, hopefully, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, next yes, week, yes. next week we are gonna have potentially two episodes because I'm gonna do an episode on WonderCon. Uh, I will be at WonderCon this weekend at the Anaheim Convention Center. So if you see me there. Uh, you won't see me there. <laughs> if you run into me somehow, I don't know okay. why. I can see you in spirit yeah, or via hi. Instagram TV. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Lewis is also going to be there for one of the one or two days as well. So if you see us, feel free to say hi, but I'm pretty sure you don't even know who we are. So, so yeah. But yeah. look for the Asian guy. That's, that's all I got to do. Just walk, just walk up to any Asian <laughs> guy. Con. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just walk up to any Asian guy and say, hey, are you Albert? Hey, yeah, yeah. Then there you go. Look, at the, look for the... the, the Semi-bald, <laughs> yeah. um, Asian guy with glasses. There you go. And no. a graphic t-shirt. Yeah, there it is. Yes. I'll narrow it down. Yeah, yeah. The, the only person that's actually wearing a shirt for who it's why. Yeah. Look for that person. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we might have two episodes next week. I'll be one episode specifically on WonderCon and then the, our regular week episode. So, or we might just do the WonderCon episode yeah, and call it a week. Right. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. You lazy we'll see. bastard. But yeah. Lord. whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever you like. Yeah, there's that commitment that that, that yeah. I, 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 I was gonna talk about how like I hurt my my finger like recently too, but mm-hmm. but compared to your flute thing, I, I think I can. You can go ahead and just hang up then, mm-hmm. I guess. Wait, I want to hear about your finger. What mm-hmm. happened? Okay, fine, fine, fine. So is it more gruesome <laughs> than my my cacking? No, cough? no, no, no. It's it's really it's really stupid. Like so, like for two days of work last week. I had I had my 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 ring finger and my pinky finger wrapped up because like like a makeup splint kind of thing, so and then at work people were asking, "Oh Albert, what what happened to your what happened to your finger?" And I will I will say, well, the joke answer is I was opening a door, mm-hmm. right? And then they go, oh, "So oh, how's, ha- how's that funny though?" Yeah, really? I hurt my finger by opening a door. Yeah, but all right, not okay. closing. Right. Okay, right. yeah. And then and then and then so so they asked me like, so so what really happened? Mm-hmm. I opened the door. Yeah. So I actually did hurt my finger opening a door. How'd you hurt yourself opening what? a door? Okay, so now I have to explain myself yeah. here. Okay, so being my OCDness kind of thing, you know, like how people go to the restrooms, sure, and you don't know who's actually washing their hands or not. Yeah. Thing. Mm-hmm. So it always bothers me that the exit you have to pull the door open. Why can't mm-hmm. I just push it? Right. Actually, yeah, yeah that's that's yeah. like a that's like an exit hazard, a fire exit hazard. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a fire. It's an actual. There's actual reason for that. Yeah, it should. It should pull for. It should. Push forward. Oh, yeah, it should push forward. Yes, yes. You should push out. Yeah. Especially That's the restroom. Especially the restroom. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. So, so what I would use, so I would, I would like make, be creative in how to open the door, mm-hmm. you know, get a paper towel or whatever. But you if pay I a little kid, like, hey, hey, here, son, open the door for me. I'll give you a quarter. <laughs> so in, now if I don't do that, uh-huh. I open it with, one of, with, my, with my hand, obviously, but I, I use my, my ring finger because. The way I deduced it, my thumb I use often, my finger, my pointy finger I use often, mm-hmm. my in the, uh, my uh, middle finger, I guess I use often. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I feel like you're using my middle finger right now. What do you think of that? Let's pick up the story a little bit. Is what I'm saying. Come and, on, and, then, and then my pinky finger I use often too. You yeah. know, but the ring finger, uh-huh. the ring finger is usually just there. Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna ask. Yeah. No, seriously. Okay. Yeah. Yes, don't ask again. Yeah. Why would you use a pinky finger? Yeah. Anyways, the, the ring finger is usually just there to hold yeah. the ring, right? So I use yeah. that to open Just the ring. Just your commitment to your wife. That's all it is. <laughs> that's all it is. Way to downplay yeah, the yes. ring yeah. finger. So, so go ahead. Yeah. Like, I, that, that's it. So I use I use my ring finger to open doors. And there's yeah. one door in particular that was apparently heavier than I thought. So when I opened my ring finger, I hear just... 
pop sound. Jesus Christ. And then, and then, and then this like electricity go up my arm mm-hmm. from pain. Mm-hmm. And they're like, ah, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Right. And then, and then a few, sure enough, minutes later, I realized, oh, my, my, my finger is sore. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it hurt. It's a hell of a story. I have to buy the rights to that story. <laughs> uh, word of advice. Uh, during the winter months when you're wearing like a sweater and stuff, do you, do, do you bo- I mean, yes, ball, I, yeah, u- yeah. I use Balled the, yeah. I use my sweater to, yeah. to open doors. Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah, bathroom doors, they don't push out, right? Yeah. There, there are some where they have yeah. this like foot technique where you can use your foot to open yeah. the door. Because I'm thinking mm-hmm. most of the time I use, when I use the restroom outside, I usually, it's in my office and that one actually kicks out. You know what I mean? So I yeah, actually, see? I kick out, yeah. Yeah. What, what else do I do? Who cares if somebody's standing outside? You know, you want it to be clean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you know what's another trick that I do? Exactly. I have right. a little bit of, I, 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 I get where you're coming from as far as like the germs on the door. Another trick I do is uh, if there's paper towels, I, I dry my hands to paper towels. Mm-hmm. I use the paper towel. I don't throw the paper uh-huh. towels. I use yeah. the paper towel to open the door. I have oh, also done that. Yes. No, yeah. I'm 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 worse than that. I take an ex another paper towel, which you know it's mm-hmm. it's surprising that I work in sustainability. No. I take another paper <laughs> yeah. towel and I use it to open the door. Wow, I just use yeah. the Ooh, one I waste. I know, so I use the, the white because you know it's better than getting sick. Even yeah. though I am sick, yeah. and even right. in my house now that I'm sick, I walk around with a with a spray bottle full mm-hmm. of alcohol, and I just like spray yeah. the air as I'm walking through because I don't want to get anybody else sick, and I'm like constantly spraying the doorknobs that I'm touching. You know what? And like thing- I even use a napkin to like open things because like, I don't want to get my boyfriend sick because mm. that's going to be a pain to take care of. <laughs> Ain't the one thing I haven't used to open a door? My ring finger. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> What do you do that? Like what do you do that? <laughs> Oddly enough, well, I've never well, used a ring well, finger well, to open the we'll door. We'll put it this way, you know. Good lord! When, when I was put in the position uh-huh. to get to open up a door, mm-hmm. I used my left ring finger. Good lord! <laughs> so I haven't completely learned yet. This but... is a more of a, a window into your marriage <laughs> like than anything you else. Couldn't you use your right hand yeah. <laughs> ring finger? I did. I, I did use my right hand ring finger. That's what hurt. That's what that's like. Got, that, that's what. That's where it hurt. And also, why don't you just get the bring some uh, sanitizer, put it in your pocket, just see, just. Open anything willy nilly. Just you know. eventually, yeah. I'll get to the point where I will be doing that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or just like carry like little, you know, those alcohol prep wipes. I, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Eventually, eventually, my OCD will get even worse. I'll probably be we literally listed like twelve different things you can use besides your your ring finger. Or like like what I do, like carry a little small spray bottle of alcohol, <laughs> just like spray everything before yeah. you touch it. Ninety-one percent isopropyl rubbing well, alcohol. Holding your pee, man. Just don't pee. Just don't pee. <laughs> no way. No way. See, this is why I don't drink water. That's yeah. another. Topic. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Anyways, uh, we will let Rudy go now, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> yeah. but just 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 so you can hear what you're missing out here on this 228 oh, episode of the on this 228 episode of the show, uh, we're going to be talking about robocalls. I don't want to talk about that. Go ahead. Okay. okay. Bye. We're also going to be talking. Cue. We're also going to be talking about Zack Snyder. I don't want to talk about that guy. And then uh, I'm, g- I'm sure Jami's going to have a nice rant yeah. about that. Uh, no idea and, who that is. And then uh, we're going to introduce a new voice character to the want, show. I don't, do I don't want to do any of this. And I'm going to torture Jamming with. You know what? I'm, I, feel like I'm coming, I feel like I'm coming down with something. You know what? I, did, I, did, I, did, I, I opened all the bathroom doors today. I feel sick now. <laughs> and then at the top of the episode, we are going to be talking about the movie Us. Mm-hmm. All right, us, uh, me and us. you, you, me, us, United States, us, yes. US. We're gonna us. we're gonna be talking about us. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, okay, Ruti. Okay. Uh, speaking Not of us, us, but the movie us. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but speaking of <laughs> speaking speaking of us, Ruti, uh, get better, and we Thank hope to you. talk to you next week. Hope you feel better. Thank you. Okay. You guys stay sunny in California. Oh, it's great out here, man. I don't know why anybody would live oh. anywhere else. Well, <laughs> it's a place to be. It was, I mean, it was like too warm right. today. Whatever. Bye. 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 Thanks. Bye.
All right, let's talk about robocalls. I don't um, like them. Yeah, nobody likes them. <laughs> yeah. Nobody likes them. Right? Done, done, done. All right, next subject. <laughs> <laughs> next subject. Uh, the thing is, though, is that uh, apparently this year, there's like a huge increase in robocalls compared yeah. to last year or mm-hmm. the year before. Um, I don't exactly know exactly why. I have no idea. I, like, I would like to blame net neutrality being gone yeah. or whatever, but I I'm don't sure it's Trump's fault. It's definitely Trump's fault. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Let me ask you this. Let me cut you off uh, real quick. Okay. Because uh, this is a good thing. Because I'm an iPhone user and you're an Android uh, yes. user. What is the difference between the two of, you, uh, the two of us? Because I get scam likely from uh, when, it's, when it's a robocall. Yeah, I have that too. You got that too. And the other thing is, uh, oh, that's it actually. And then there's calls where I don't recognize. Like I got a call from Boise, Idaho today. Mm. You just ignore those. I right? ignore those, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, that, that's, that, that was what I was going to ask you. Like, yeah. What is your technique mm-hmm. to handle robocalls? It's called a uh, voicemail. <laughs> voicemail. I yeah. use voicemail, and like I said, because of the iPhone, the filtering system, it does have a scan likely uh, thing, and I just ignore it. And also because I'm one of those people, I don't. Even if it wasn't uh, a robo a call, I don't want to pick up the phone. You know, I'm one of those people <laughs> that you know what? Just text me, man. Just just text, just text me. I, I hate I hate phone calls. I hate talking on the phone. I'm like you. I I usually don't pick up the phone unless I know who it is. Mm-hmm. Like if if, it, if you're not in my contact list, I'm ignoring you. And yeah. if it's important. You're gonna message me, yeah. right? You're gonna leave a voicemail. You're gonna message me anyway, mm-hmm. right? So, so, but essentially, like, um, have, do, you, do you watch uh, last week tonight with John Oliver? Yes, yes. Did you see? I haven't he, seen that episode yet. Yeah, yeah. Right. He, I know about it. He's right. right about robocalls. It's fantastic. I'm right. gonna put the I'm gonna put the link on the show notes mm-hmm. so you guys can watch that if you want. Um, but here, there, there's an article from Forbes that says here's how to stop and block robocalls, mm-hmm. spam, and unknown calls. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Right. So they said like blocking one by one. Usually, if the number calls me, no voicemail, no message, mm-hmm. I put them on block. Oh, really? Okay. I do. I'm like, like, hey, I guess you're not, you're not important. I'm going to uh-huh. block you anyway. Right? I just uh, delete it and stuff. I'm actually too lazy to put Yeah, but if you delete it, they could always call back again. Yeah, I know. You're yeah, right. So I just, I just block them. Right? Uh, he goes, if they often call, call blocking, you, you can use call blocking apps from carriers. I don't need that. I'm too lazy. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, he says right here, yeah. Now, now, now this article advertises. Oh, go to Verizon for this. They go to AT and T for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and on Android, there's this thing called. Well, we have like iPhone. We have caller ID and yeah. spam protection mm-hmm. and whatnot. So we have that. Uh, there, there, there is there is an other thing that that, that Android has that I don't, I don't think iPhone has yet. And we have a thing called uh, screen call. So if somebody calls me on a pixel th- on a, my, my pixel phone, there's an option for screen call, mm-hmm. right? And and when when I turn on screen call. Uh, this is what happens. Uh-huh. Hi, the person you're calling is using a screening service from Google and will get a copy of this conversation. Go ahead and say your name and why you're calling. Right, so so I do that just uh-huh. to just to see like, and now it's become a game for me. Uh-huh. If a robocall calls me, I I go screen call. If I if I happen to be looking at my phone, uh-huh. I go to screen call and I I play around with them. And uh-huh. then and then you have options like. Oh, tell me more, or mm-hmm. or what is this about? You know, kind of thing. And then eventually, eventually, you can tell them to just pretty much like stop calling you. And then this is what they will say: Please remove this number from your mailing and contact list. Okay. Thanks. So you play my games with the with the robocalls. Ah, yes, right. well, of course, robocalls mean that there's nobody in the other line. Sure, of course. Yeah. Um, on on my phone, you will see the transcript and all that stuff, mm-hmm. like what they're saying. Google yeah, will transcribe it and whatnot, so I can see what they're saying and then just do the appropriate response based on a right. based on t- a click kind of thing, and once in a while, oh, you, you get that in real time because I get it as, as a voicemail feature. Right? No, this is real time. Oh, okay, that's interesting. This is real oh, time, and, and and for fun, I do this once in a while too, Jessica. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so th- th- here's an example of how that went. Hi, the person you're calling is using a screening service from Google, and will get a copy of this conversation. Go ahead and say why you're calling. She goes, "Get your ass out of here." 
because I'm waiting outside in the cold. By the way, I'm look, I'm reading a transcript yeah. for that thing. Mm-hmm. And then I go, and then I, I press a button and, and to ask for more, and it says Google goes. Just so it's clear, go ahead and say more about why you're calling. And she goes, just move your butt out here. <laughs> Oh, marriage. And, it's and precious. Then, it's precious. That's what it is. And then I, 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 I press another button mm-hmm. and he goes, do you need to get a hold of them urgently? And she goes, yes. And then I put down, they can't talk right now, but they'll give you a call later. Thanks oh, and goodbye. Your wife's a saint. It's, it's, she's a saint for not murdering you. Ah, oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. So so I have fun with it. And the, sure. And the well, you have fun. You, you have fun. Yeah, you're right. I have fun. I mean, robocalls are annoying, but at yeah. least, hey, at least now I have an option mm-hmm. to have fun with it. Yeah, for me, it's just annoying. It's just it's usually just being ignoring it, me clicking the 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 do not do not uh, uh, the cancel button and stuff like that. Uh, if they do leave a voicemail, I actually do go back and kind of look at the transcript to see what what's kind of about and stuff like that. Yeah, for like a two, for like a, a two or three uh, week period, I kept getting this voicemail saying I have some sort of credit problem. Call me back. Right. This, this, yeah. and, but the thing is, unless you know my name and what the credit problem is, like obviously you're a robocaller, so you know stop it. You know, and also going back to what you said earlier, I'm just a lazy dude. I really should block some of these numbers. I should probably add a, uh, some sort of filter or something like that. But I just, I, to me, my whole thing is like, hey, this is this is on iPhone and then T-Mobile. You guys figure it out, man. Come on. Come well, on what, what the what the carriers are doing is they're gonna they're gonna combine forces. I think it's right. Verizon, AT and T, and then T-Mobile Eventually, is doing their yeah. own thing. Mm-hmm. But basically, they're gonna cross-reference the phone number because robocalls yeah. they use somebody else's phone number to call people. Right. So if if their carrier notices, hey, the call is not coming from the actual number, mm-hmm. then they go ahead and block it. Right. You have know? you gotten? I heard this on Kevin and Bean, but have you ever gotten those mm-hmm. things where the, the 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 robocaller they use a number that's similar to yours, like a nine on? I don't know. Yeah. Essentially, essentially, that, that is some, what they do. I haven't gotten one of those yet. Yeah. And me. a lot of people fall for it. Like yeah. I, I was literally like at my parents' house, mm-hmm. and then she gets a call. And then it's like, oh, I don't know who this is, so but it's, 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 it's an area code so number. Six, yeah. And I'm like, don't answer that. That's that's clearly yeah. a robocall because yeah. that's how, that's how they get you. Yeah. I, I don't know why nowadays people don't understand. Hey, if it isn't your contact list, don't yeah. pick up. Yeah. It's most likely spam. Yeah. Right? Since the invention of voicemail, there's no reasons to pick up any calls as far as I'm concerned. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just no, no. So no. Google is actually going to add uh, expand on the Google uh, screen call thing. Well, not screen call, but but they're going to add a whole feature in in for Google phone service, whatever. Sure. Um, going to have an option to block numbers that are not in contacts, mm-hmm. right? You're going to have an option to block numbers that are private calls. Mm-hmm. You're going to have options to block numbers that are from a payphone, and you have what are the- payphones? <laughs> what are payphones? <laughs> and I think this is the most important one. You you can block calls from phones that are unknown. Oh, okay. You know, so so they're they're adding. You know, all the carriers are bending over backwards to try and solve the robocall problem, mm-hmm. which shouldn't even be a problem in the first place. Yeah, but uh, to me, it's not a go. problem. It's a noise more than anything else. It is. It yeah. is definitely a noise. But yeah, like, so like the, I said, hundred percent of the time, I just ignore it, anybody's call. So you ever call me, Albert? I'm not gonna pick up anyway. And don't 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 get mad. Just just know that I just don't pick up calls. But but my name is in your just, contact just, just text, list. Man. It's, it's text. It's like that. <laughs> just text, man. Yeah. And so, also it, with the advent, I'm oh, sorry to cut you off. I, yeah, with the ahead. advent of uh, of uh, instant message, like voicemail instant message kind of things, like are you on WeChat or WeChat and stuff like that? I am not. Yeah. If with those apps, and stuff, there's no reason for anybody to call anybody, you know, anymore and stuff like that. It's uh, an app called WeChat. You add two people if you two. But isn't WeChat the Chinese version of like Messenger? Yeah, but it's much better. It's a much much better. Do you actually trust the Chinese? No, obviously not. (laughs) Well, I'm not Muslim, so I'm okay. Anyway, the point is, uh, get get WeChat. Actually, like I said, it's like instantaneous voicemail. It's like little 
or one minute long voicemails and stuff like that. It just, it's so much easier and stuff like yeah, that. You can yeah. also do it with iMessage. Yeah. iMessage, not the same thing. It's not, it's, the WeChat is a hundred times better. I try, try iMessage. It's just not the same. You know, you know, yeah. I mean, a lot of people have said like WeChat is better. They, they, they also say that, uh, what was the other one that people like using uh, in, in internationally? Line. Is it Line? Line is popular in Southeast Asia. Mm-hmm. And then there's another one. I know it's not, it's not WhatsApp. I know that. No, WhatsApp is really popular in Europe. I know, but I I, hate, I don't like using WhatsApp. I like WeChat. I, Line is a little too much for me. It's too many graphics. Too many Honestly, things. WeChat to me is perfect. I like Facebook Messenger. I, I don't have a Facebook account. No, so you don't. I, you don't even. Well, yeah, I guess you kind of yeah. do have to have a Facebook account to have Messenger. But yeah. I use Facebook Messenger quite often, actually. Well, I don't want to get uh, get uh, uh, set spans by uh, Russian propaganda. What do you think of that? <laughs> well, what we we don't get that. So yeah. Right. Well, so, yeah. But anyways, yeah. So sure. robocalls. Our advice is: if you don't recognize a number, don't pick up. Yeah. If it's important, they'll leave a message. Yeah. Or they'll uh, leave a voice. And this segment is directed toward like all 70-year-olds, 80-year-olds uh, listening to this podcast, man. Yeah, but but watch that uh, that 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 uh, last week tonight with John Oliver. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. Mm-hmm. So uh, somehow, Zack Snyder is in the news again. Mm-hmm. Recently, he talked about how people are shocked mm-hmm. that Batman kills, mm-hmm. right? Uh, to quote him, like like... Like, uh, of course, Batman effing kills, yeah. you know, kind of thing. So what is your response to this? My response is I'm actually not going to – I don't want to litigate. I don't know about you, but I don't want to litigate something that a movie uh, – a series of movies that came out like five years ago. I think Batman versus Superman was like two years ago. I don't want to really litigate his movies. You know what I mean? They're terrible movies. They're just bad, okay? And then, But the thing – my whole point is – to Snyder is just like just move on, move on with your career, man. Just, just move on. Everybody's moved on and stuff like that. DC has one woman. Not she, everybody has moved on. I, I know what yeah. I'm saying. DC uh, has a, Aquaman's big success. Wonder Woman was a big success. Shazam's will come out in two weeks, which we saw early pre, uh, preview screen. It's fantastic. It, DC has moved on. Everybody has moved on. You, you, Zack Snyder needs to move on. You can't. If people ask you, just 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 give a political answer. Just move on, move on. You know, make another movie and stuff. You know, you sign, he signed up for a Netflix zombie movie. Just make that. Move on with your career. Uh, uh, something I, I, I this is not my original thought, but something I saw on Twitter. You know, after Lord and Miller got fired from Solo, of course they signed an NDR or NDA or something. Like that. Of course they can't talk about Star Wars, but after they got fired from Solo, they moved on with their career. They spent that that year. Uh, they should have been working on Solo. They. Went back and helped finish uh, what called Spider Man, Spider Verse, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Just move, do what they did. Just move on. Even I, I'll bet you a million dollars. Even without the NDA that Lord of Miller signed, they wouldn't be talking about you know solo and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Because I just don't think because they moved on. Exactly, they moved on, man. Seriously, it's just just move on with your career. That's all. Just go, go, go. Do other things. I, I, Make I, art. I don't know if he has an axe to grind with Warner Brothers because because I mean, clearly he does because because Zack Snyder voluntarily left, didn't he? Uh. It gets murky. I heard it gets murky, but yeah. I thought it has a lot. It has to do with like his son or daughter dying. His, 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 his daughter committed suicide. Oh yeah. yeah, so it's completely understand why he would just like take a break, mm-hmm. right? But give, given the comments that he made recently, it, it, he said I think in this in this Q and A that they never even shot his version of Justice League because it was so because after Batman v Superman came out, they did like a quick rewrite or something like that. I, I just like well, the, the, supposedly. So seemed, oh, my point is he seemed like he was uh, he's been unhappy. Even before the unfortunate passing of his daughter and stuff like that. So yeah. you, you think? You, well, okay. From what I understand, he actually wrote Justice League before he wrote Batman v Superman. Right. Right. And then Warner Brothers told him, "Hey, that Justice League script you gave us doesn't really cut it. Yeah. You know, change it. You know, kind of thing." So it almost seemed like he tried to meld what he originally had in mind, put it in Batman v Superman, and mm-hmm. hopefully he can get away with the Justice mm-hmm. League. 
and Butterbirds are still saying no, you can't yeah. do that, mm-hmm. right? So, so maybe maybe he does have an axe to grind with Butterbirds. Yeah, but even even if he does have a, 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 a axe to grind, even if it's a legitimate gripe, even even if he he's like, hey, I, the, even though you know it wasn't a critical success, uh, Batman v Superman and Man of Steel, it made money. It may it may not made a lot, but it made money. It made, hey, why didn't I it get didn't another make sh- MCU money? Yeah, the MCU. That's the problem for Butterbirds. But even if he, let's just. Give him the benefit that says, you know what, he has a legitimate gripe against a Warner Bros. My counter to that is, you know what it is? Move, uh, on. move on. Move on, <laughs> goddamn, move on. Because he had a career before these DC movies and stuff like that. Just get back to it, you know what I mean? If you're yep. an artist and stuff like that, just move on with your career. Do other things. Get engaged in other work, you know what I mean? Work through, the, work whatever you're, th- what you're going through, through new work, new pieces of art and stuff like that. Move on. I think it doesn't help that a lot of, a lot of his fans, well... You know, I liked I liked Watchmen. Bros. I liked Watchmen. I liked Three Hundred. Yeah. But the people are always. I'm one of the few people that defend Sucker Punch. Yeah, Sucker Punch. Sucker yeah. Punch. Mm-hmm. You know, I like the movie. I actually own the copy of the movie. Mm-hmm. But but the point is, is that um, there's a lot of people still hammering for the Snyder cut of Justice League, yeah. and I'm like, why are you still asking about yeah. that? And, and you, it's only feeding to his ego. Now he really thinks a lot of people really want to see it. And I think that has something to do with why that he keeps mentioning. Uh, his work at DC. I think he is kind of like uh, what you call it? You mean uh, Warner Bros. Warner Bros. Warner Bros. DC. He's just feeding his his uh, his his fans and stuff like that. You know, he's keeping that story, that narrative alive for some reason. Because I, I have no idea why. He even released like this charity T-shirt that had like I'm not sure if you saw that. He had a graph mm-hmm. of of like some kind of outline, mm-hmm. and that was supposed to be like an Easter egg of what he had in mind with oh, Justice League. Okay, yeah. You know, he talked about how. Originally, he had in mind in Justice League was Darkseid was going to kill Lois Lane. Yeah. Which is going to lead to the apocalyptic world in mm-hmm. Batman v Superman okay. that was shown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. The spoilers, but, you know, spoilers. Mm-hmm. But, but but yeah. So, it, it does seem like a lot of the fans, a lot of his fans really are pushing him to release the director's cut. And he even said recently in that Q&A thing mm-hmm. or in that convention that he's in mm-hmm. that he actually has an actual director's cut of the, that movie now. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know how that works in terms of maybe yeah. like like alternate universe spider-verse where right. it's storyboards or whatever yeah. but but he has a cut that, that people could watch but of course Warner Brothers owns the right to that property and he can't just release it well have you heard the was it on his podcast or on his YouTube thing but uh, uh, Kevin Smith visited uh, the Star Wars set a few months ago, right? right? And then a lot of the crew that worked on that their, that Star Wars Nine also worked on uh, Justice, League? Justice League. And stuff oh, really? Like. Okay. Yeah, because they both they were both shot in London and stuff like that. Go and on. it's on a it's on a Batman oh, no Batman Beyond episode. I think some of, some of it's actually censored because it, wait 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 know, did they do they did they change the name? It's not Batman on Batman. No, no, yeah, yeah, it's Batman. It uh, Fat Man Beyond now. Oh, Fat Man Beyond. Yeah, Fat Man okay. Beyond. Anyway, but yeah, but anyway, so he talked to some of the crew and the people that worked on that Justice League movie. What time was there? And yeah, apparently Jim Lee did go out there. And he he's done. They did. They had tons of storyboards and art and conceptions done for that. For that. For uh, his version. His version and what his ultimate thing was going to be. Yeah, he mentioned something. It was going to be very dark. It was going to be like uh, what do you call? Apocalypse was going to come come to Earth and you know just like bring hell you know with him and stuff like that. But yeah, so. Maybe that's what he's talking about as far as like he has materials. He's he say material ways does he have actual footage, actual cut footage? Well, I mean, he keeps releasing like all this little like we've never seen this cut. Well, like stuff he filmed with the actors okay. that we've never seen before. Oh, yeah, I'm sure there's tons right? of that. So there's, yeah. there's probably tons, little bits of all that. Mm-hmm. But the point is that the majority of stuff is probably storyboards. I, I don't see how Warner Brothers would give him money for special yeah, effects. Yeah. 
if the final cut doesn't even have a lot of money put on special effects, right? Yeah, the, uh, uh, here's, my, here's my point, though. Move on. Just move on. Yeah, he should move on. Yeah, I'm not even talking about the, the what he thinks of Batman. What the, I'm not even getting into that stuff with him. You know what I mean? What he thinks of ba- a Batman, what he thinks of a hero, a superhero movie should and shouldn't be and stuff. Because obviously, him and me and him have a disagreement about, you know what I mean? A fundamental disagreement about how Batman and Superman should be betrayed. You know what I mean? Right. That's, a, that's a different conversation. My whole point is, move on. Move on. Just move on with yeah. your career. Yeah. It, it does seem like it's, to me, it feels like fan fiction. And I think that's part of the reason why there's a fan base for the director's cut because mm-hmm. they want that fan fiction. Yeah. They want something completely wild and different mm-hmm. that's kind of just pandering to them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that means right. Just 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 move on. Well, let me ask you this though. Just f- forget uh, everything that's associated with the story and all that stuff. Would you want to have any interest in seeing a Zack Snyder cut of a Justice League? If it's available for me to watch, I'll watch it. Yeah. Just, just out of curiosity. Yeah, yeah, curiosity. But, 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 put, put this, put this in context. When they had an extended cut, extended cut for Batman v Superman, I still didn't watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I still didn't watch it because I already, already had my feel of the the theatrical cut yeah. or whatever. So I had no reason at all to watch the extended cut of Batman v Superman. I think my reply, my answer would be similar to what Mark Bernard said to Kevin Smith during the the the, the podcast after uh, Kevin Smith went through all this this whole thing about oh what what would have been apocalypse coming down this big battle this big thing and what could have been he was Kevin Smith was like super excited about it and Mark Bernard's reply was well we saw what Zack Snyder did when he had final cut when he had control over his stories you know what I mean like Man of Steel uh, Batman v Superman and they weren't very good you know what I mean so right so that really tempered his enthusiasm for the work. You know what I mean? We've but, it, but just like a certain report that was released over the weekend, you are curious to see the results though. Sure. I mean, I mean, yeah. as the problem when, when you talk about these comic book movies and stuff like that, at the end of the day, that 12 year old me that went to Angel's Comics is still wants to see no, any, Angel any Comics, you know yes. what I mean? Any type of comic book material. I mean, that's, that's just a given. That's just a fact. Right. You know what I mean? And that's where, if I'm, if I do see, if it, if it ever surfaces, that's where my curiosity would that's that would be the reason why I'd see it, but you know, yeah. So, I was thinking our advice to Zack Snyder is move on. Uh, my advice to to the fans who want the director's cut just because you can't have it, yeah. doesn't automatically mean it's gonna be good. You know what? I have uh, two pieces of advice for those kids uh, see a therapist and also uh, watch Shazam, Shazam's really good, yeah. But Shazam is the opposite of the kind of movie that's that you're looking for. <laughs> Just sometimes, sometimes you just gotta see something you know cheerful and happy. Shazam! Yes, move on. Yeah, move on. That's what I said. As of this recording, it's currently two fifty-two a.m. on uh, March twenty-seven, twenty nineteen, in Coupe Frey, France, and it's time to take a look and see what's going on. I'm dying to know how you can tie this. Uh, Paris time zone, France time zone into the stories. But okay, let's go. Well, we do have like a couple of Disney-related topics here. Mm-hmm. Sure. And and we actually have like a new correspondent to the show. And he's like the, the team park correspondent. Oh, okay. Uh, I believe he is. Oh, you I, know what? Let, let's just go ahead. I feel like I should leave. I think he's about <laughs> to go south real fast. All right. See what happens. We should just go ahead and call him. All right. Oh, Hello. Hi, this is Nikki Moss. I'm sorry, you, your, your name is what? Nikki Moss. I'm sorry, what? Nikki Mouse? No, no, you can't say that. My name is Nikki Moss. It's N, like the N word. 
All right. No, that's, I, that's, I don't know about there's that. So many other words that start with N. I don't know why you had to use the N word, but all right. This is this has gone south really fast. You Not faster than I thought. N for knee. Cool. <laughs> okay, there you go. I make it funny. Okay. But, but anyways, what do you want? Okay, so we do have some theme park questions about Disneyland uh-huh. Paris and whatnot. So I thought maybe we could refer to you. But didn't you start this bit by tying up with the uh, fr- uh, the Disneyland in France? Well, so- John Ming, you got to know Disneyland Paris is in France. Yeah, but my whole thing is like, are we talking to the Mickey Mouse that's in, in France right now? Shouldn't you have a French accent? I am not Mickey Mouse. I am Nicky Moss. All right, Nicky Mouse. Shouldn't you have a French accent then? Shouldn't you be doing a Nicky accent in, in French? I am worldwide <laughs> team park correspondent. <laughs> I'm right. not specifically friends. <laughs> but what is it about Nick, Disneyland Paris you want to talk about, Albert? Okay, so recently Disneyland Paris experienced like a mass panic uh, mm-hmm. after hearing explosions in the park. Oh, okay. Like, I, I, I actually kind of got this like through like breaking news. Mm-hmm. Disneyland getting evacuated or whatever. So I heard this report about people were getting... Uh, either uh, were hiding in people's in the restaurants oh, wow, in the backstage area because oh, wow. they heard like a loud bang. Mm-hmm. Would you like? Would you like to tell us, Nikki, what the what that whole bang thing is? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, it's actually a broken escalator. Broken escalator made loud bang. It really? sounded like gunfire or explosion. So people ran away. Oh wow! Ha ha! It was funny. Wait, what? What do you mean it was funny? <laughs> it's a funny situation. People were like panicking about that. Hey, Nicky Mouse, did you ever see those videos? Speaking of escalators, did you ever see those videos in China where they had broken escalators and people actually fell through the escalator and they, and they died? Did you see that, Nikki? Oh, that reminds that? me of that one movie. All right. Um, I believe it's called... Oh, I forgot what it was. Uh, if only we had some kind of device that can look up the information. No, no, no. I think we should move on. I do have another uh, theme park-related question, uh, Nikki. So, uh, st- stand by. All right, if I have to. Uh, in Disney World, apparently there was a guest who, quote-unquote, lost her boyfriend in Epcot in mm-hmm. Florida uh, for hours. And what she does, she goes on the the uh, Animal Pass Holder Facebook website and asks to ask for help. So essentially, she's asking strangers who might be able to find her, her boyfriend. Okay. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, I didn't hear about that. And I guess people kind of try to either make fun of her or not by posting pictures about... Lost characters or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was something like that, and I believe she talked about how maybe her boyfriend was just drunk somewhere and her mm-hmm. and her his cell phone was not working or something like that. Yes, correct. What else you want to know about that? No, I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Okay, Nikki. Uh, thanks for your help. Okay, screw you, Jobbing. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, hey, why are you being so Pretty mean? aggressive, man. <laughs> Because I'm Mickey Moss, not oh. the other one. Get it right, wow. Jumping. Now I feel like using the N-word, man. Holy cow. <laughs> What's going on here? Okay, Nikki. Uh, we'll talk to you some other time. I hope not. All right. All right. So uh, now that Nikki's gone, uh, we do have one other what's going on topic uh, I guess we need to address. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Robert Mueller investigation has, quote unquote, finally ended. Yes. He turned in the report to the Attorney General, yes. and the Attorney General uh, released a four-page uh, summary or mm-hmm. cliff notes, I guess. He didn't do it. Report. He didn't do it. <laughs> no collusion. Yeah. So the the fact is, mm-hmm. number one, we haven't read the whole report yet because yes. it's not available yet. Yeah. Right. Uh, that would help. Number two, mm-hmm. uh, according to according to the report, no collusion, mm-hmm. which is kind of what I said might happen. But what else did the report say? According to the guy who summarized it without using anything 
someone pointed out that he didn't use he quoted the report but he didn't use complete sentences for any part of the report only like half quotes from it anyway but what's the other thing they said the other thing they said was that while the report itself does not that doesn't that doesn't completely exonerate Trump for for non collusion mm -hmm. but for obstruction of justice uh, so yeah. it doesn't exactly say that he didn't try to do it anyway yeah right so it doesn't exonerate and doesn't uh, 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 indict. Yeah, Whatever, yeah, he's a, like that. yeah. That's right. He doesn't yeah. indict him for for um, obstruction of justice. Obstruction of justice, yeah. but it doesn't exonerate him yeah. either. Yeah. Right. So we just kind of like Mueller. I thought you were going to do a tour job. <laughs> no, my whole thing. Well, here's another question though. How long? How many pages is the Mueller report? I don't know actually. Exactly. Nobody knows because yeah, in, in the four page summary, that's a four page summary of a of a of a how many long page how many pages report. Nobody knows. Probably so, like two hundred pages. Or yeah. My whole thing is like all this stuff is irrelevant whether you're from the left or the right. I think. I think my whole thing is like, like I said, if either you're from left, right, you're independent. It's irrelevant until Congress or somebody else, a third party, sees that full report. All this stuff is just who cares? You know? Yeah, but 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 the summary pretty much states it out. I think the reason why Mueller can't officially say he committed obstruction of justice because he specifically was tasked to investigate Russian interference. By the way, the other factoid that a lot of people seem to be forgetting. The conclusion was that Russians did interfere. Yeah. They actually did interfere with the election. Well, not according to the president, but also the, the point is whether uh, the, anybody from the Trump Association uh, helped okay, with, that, with that obstruction, with that, I'm sorry, with that hacking, with that interference. That's, right, that's right, right. The, the Russians did interfere with the elections. This is the, the, the result of what he was tasked to investigate yeah. on. Not completely the obstruction of the justice part. That was just all side stuff that kind of that kind of came about. But going back to what he said, we, but, but, oh, oh, before, before you move on, mm -hmm. Trump did say, remember, there was an interview he did mm -hmm. about a month or two months after he, he got the after he was inaugurated mm -hmm. and he and they asked him like did you think Russians actually interfered and he had to say yeah I believe the Russians actually interfered yeah, he, but, he did say that but what have he said since then oh yeah but he flip flops all the time yeah but what did he actually say in Helsinki with Putin standing next to him he said he, he, he took Putin's side and stuff like that that stuff that's matters. because he flip flops yes oh my god yeah he's, yes it's fantastic no he's he's obviously he's never he's never talked Asked about Putin, he's always taking their side and stuff like that. That's it's just be ridiculous. Be, the, just the, be ridiculous. The other thing out of the report that, that we have to figure out here, or mm -hmm. not figure out because it's kind of been told, mm -hmm. is that just because there is no full evidence that that, that Trump tried to collude with Russia, mm -hmm. it doesn't mean they didn't try to yeah. collude with Russia. There's another thing too that but a lot of people see to but this look, goes look over. You talked about the summary and all that stuff. It's, like I said, it doesn't really matter what his uh, attorney general that he put in place and stuff like that. I think it doesn't like his summary. He had the, we have to see the full report. We have to see unbiased eye, unbiased opinion of it. All that's everything else is just speculation and stuff like that. Like I said, just wait for the report. Wait for some. They release it or Congress will subpoena it. So just just wait. No, I, I believe I believe both sides are actually gonna try and release it. They just gotta mm. scrub out all the. That's not true. The the in the date the, the, the data. Schumer that, made a motion in the Senate to have the report released and uh, what kind. Uh, oh yeah, he did. Machado uh, said no. Yeah, he said no. But there were there were people there were people in the the Republican side that still want it out there. For example, well, I don't know who the examples are. Exactly. Thank but the point you. is that they they have said like like you hear this report like yeah we want it out basically like just full transparency just bring it out there so there's no more conspiracy theories. The the House of Representatives voted like four thirty five to zero to have that report released. Mitch McConnell's not bringing that thing up for a yeah, vote. Yeah, well, he's the problem. Also, then, yeah. Lindsey Graham, same thing. He he's blocking it. You could, but if yeah. you can't think of an example of some of someone on the Republican side, the Senate side of having that part released, then 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 that's just not true. 
Okay. Yeah, it's going to be a stalemate then. Congress will obviously pass the vote to get it passed. And then- yeah, at the end of the day, because the House is controlled by Democrats, one of the one of the branches, one one of the, one of the committees will subpoena it and stuff like that. So right now, it's just it's just like a matter of time. Matter of time. At some point, someone's subpoena it. Someone's going to have that thing re- released. Yeah, I believe it will be released, uh, but it won't be until months from now. I really think it's gonna be months. It's, from I don't now. think it'll take months and stuff like that. Oh, I think something. I months. think a committee, a committee has subpoena power. Stuff like that. they can only cock block it, cock block it for. Yeah, so but long. there's still stuff in that report that can't be put. That, that, can't, that can't be made public. I know, but the, what, when they're making that report, they, it's not like they just made a report like, oh, oh this is the whole thing. They, they're as they go along, they know what can be released and what cannot be released. Like what you know, what's sensitive security. Mm, I'm not. You know I mean? I'm not as optimistic about it yeah. being that easy. So. All right, we're doing it over under. I say before <laughs> June. Before June. Oh, I was gonna say before June as well because my oh, my, my guess right. was my no, guess I'll change, was, I'll change, my I'll guess change. was gonna be May actually, but oh, yeah. okay, I'll change mine. I'll say before the end of uh, April. How about that? All right, mine is that's May, fair. yours is April. Okay, that's fair. Okay, oh, fair enough, fair enough. One million dollars. <laughs> no, no, we're no, not, no, we're not gonna right. bet on that. Right. But yeah, so yeah, so conclusion is the full report isn't available. Uh, Russians apparently did interfere. What? Uh, there is no collusion evidence. Or, and, and but he is or or what? Or like I said, you're taking you're taking his his attorney general's his word for it and stuff well, like that. Well, Mueller said that too. Yeah, like I said, let someone point this out. None of the stuff, none of none of the things that uh, uh, the uh, the bar pulled from the report are complete sentences and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It could be oh, exonerates a president Fine, how about up it? to a point. No, no evidence of collusion. Yeah. Again, you what you 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 have to frame it in a way where uh, the attorney general says there's no collusion. Based on the based on a summary, you know what I mean. It's not like you can't you can't use de- definitive or absolute and stuff like that. You know what I mean. Until you see the full report. All right, fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. okay. It's called nuance, Albert. It's called but, nuance. But that's the well, yeah, the current yeah. facts. But yeah, and that's what's going on. Oh, Nikki's back. That sob. Before we talk about us, oh hey, me and us, yeah. me. And, uh, or just in case the listeners actually care, jamming where can people find you? I hopefully, I hopefully they don't care. You can find me on Twitter, J I A M I N G L I O U. And this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert Five X Five. You can find me on the I Saw That Movie Blog, non spoilers movie review site, uh, on the Extra Stuff, Extra Spoilers podcast, still, still in hibernation, and the weekly comic strip, which we are going to be hitting our 100th comic strip that me and Lewis have done. So keep an eye on that. Uh, to send us email, send it to whowhatworsewhy at gmail.com. If you want to leave a quick comment, leave it at the uh, Instagram page, at our Facebook page, or on the website itself. If you want to show your support, because we need it, head over to whowhatworsewhy.com slash support to find out how. Music has been provided by the Y-Axis. Find out about the y All the links and information can be found at whowhatworsewhy.com. Before we d- dwell into spoilers talks about us, um, let's go ahead and ask Google... What is the plot for the movie Us? Here's the synopsis of Us. Accompanied by her husband, son, and daughter, Adelaide Wilson returns to the beachfront home where she grew up as a child. Haunted by a traumatic experience from the past, Adelaide grows increasingly concerned that something bad is going to happen. Her worst fears soon become a reality when four masked strangers descend upon the house, forcing the Wilsons into a fight for survival. When the masks come off, the family is horrified to learn that each attacker takes the appearance of one of them. So that movie, uh, non-spoilers jumping, mm-hmm. what did you think? It's a very good movie. It's very, 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 very engaging and stuff like that. And it works on multiple levels. If you're, if, if you're just looking for kind of pure horror, suspense, 
uh, what the f kind of kind of experience. It works for you. Uh, if you're looking for artsy, very kind of uh, serious kind of filmmaking and stuff like that, the last the th final act is very much f your cup of tea, and it's a very good movie though. It's, it's good. It's a really and as a oh, I can't say that. <laughs> it's terrific. It's terrific. It's one of those movies where you kind of think about it. Uh, it, you think about it afterwards and it kind of grows on you and stuff like that. I think this will this movie will end up in my uh, top 10 movie of the year list at the end of the year. All right. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm not so sure. I really like the movie. I don't think I loved, I don't, I don't think I loved it as much as Get Out, but it is more a horror movie than Get Out was. The suspense thriller aspects of Us is fantastic. Lupita Nyong'o here is fantastic. The whole cast is really good. Well, I'll, I'll get to that later. But Lupita Nyong'o fantastic it's also very ambitious there's a lot of themes that it talks about and we'll get to that into spoilers but yeah uh definitely check out us the movie that is our recommendation and now on to our spoilers discussion we're talking movies and tv shows there'll be spoilers in our discussions so please take it you've been warned it is time welcome to spoilers please and because we're talking about spoilers, I've invited my doppelganger, my tether, to hear to talk about. It. Hello, Albert. It's me. Hi. I am Johnny Tether. Oh God, how does she do that voice? You sound just like somebody who has like a sore throat. I know. I don't, I don't know how she did that voice. Hell, you sound like this. Uh, yes. Oh, my voice is busted. Uh, <coughs> oh, I've survived for forty years underground. Without a bath, we're taking a shit beyond me, but... Oh, wow. So, apparently, yeah. Forrest, apparently Forrest Whitaker mm -hmm. is a tethered. Oh, sorry. Apparently, Forrest Whitaker is mean? a tethered. That's the reason That's why a, he talks like this. No, <laughs> he, he is an underground person. He is, he's, he's he, person. He is uh, in the upside down. I don't know what that means. All right, yeah. movie correspondent guy. Uh, full, full of spoilers. Mm -hmm. What's up? What's up oh, with the movie? They switched, they, she switched. She switched at the beginning. She, her, her doppelganger is actually the one you've been following all, all along. They've already <laughs> seen the movie, obviously. Oh, okay, so what is your thoughts on that? I really, I thought, I just skipped it. I just skipped it in and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that twist, uh, quote unquote twist, is one of the great twists of all time. It's fantastic. You know what I mean? It's one of those twists that actually, that, that works on so many different levels. On one level, it recontextualizes what everything you saw. Because you realize you, you've been watching the quote unquote villain throughout the movie and stuff like that. So you, you question like, oh. Or she, were you? Or were you? But yeah, you, you feel like, oh, that, that means she's right. Or who's the villain? Who's the who's the, who's the the good guy? And also, it's one of those twists. It's not one of a few twists. If if I if I were to tell you the twist at the beginning before you walked in the movie, the movie still works. It, works, it might even work better because you're watching uh, a, a different perspective and stuff like that. It's fantastic. It's great. It's definitely more Shyamalan in the sense that now that you know what happens at the end, you rewatch the movie and you see it in a totally different light. Mm -hmm. uh, the thing is, though, is that were you surprised at the twist or? I wasn't surprised. I wasn't okay. surprised in the same way I wasn't surprised at the twist in the uh, before... Searching. Actually, Search. The okay. one that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoilers. Spoilers. Oh, uh, yeah, anyway. Because it's one of the things where I, in the back of my head, there were all these clues. That was sprinkled throughout the movie. Yes, there was. Yeah, but then I didn't. Obviously, I, I didn't. I know. would say from the very beginning. Oh really? Oh, I, did, I didn't. I, but it's, it's one of those things where it didn't just the idea of them switching didn't coalesce until towards the end. Then I realized right. what was going on. But I agree with that. In the back of my, in the back of my. In, in my, in, for my thing, the, the the twist already happened like as soon as she went to the funhouse thing. Oh okay. Because because we I, we've seen the trailer right. Yeah. The trailer shows that whole sequence, and for some reason they cut it. Mm -hmm. Like, well, that's awfully suspicious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
from that point, I'm like, oh, they switched them out. The mom goes like, I just want to hear her talk again. Yeah. Like, oh, they switched. And yeah. then as the movie goes, I'm like, oh, maybe they didn't switch. Yeah. And then they because, go, oh, they did switch. And they go, oh, maybe they didn't yeah. switch. Because, and then, oh, they did switch. Yeah. And then, oh, no, maybe they didn't switch. So th- they kept playing around with my emotions that way until until like, oh, no, they switched. <laughs> yeah, because the, the way the, the movie is very clever in the sense that it's, it's about something – but then it's about something else. Because when you don't think they switch, you think it's uh, uh, Lupita Nyong'o's character. Oh, he thinks a movie. He thinks a movie about uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. You know what I mean? It's like oh, you know, that, that, that even didn't even come oh, to really? mind. But uh, yeah, go cause ahead. Because that's, that's the movie you think you're watching. If you if you don't believe that they're switching, you know what I mean? She has traumatic experience, so she can't process what happens of it. Oh no, but, you're right. You're right. You know, know, I, I completely forgot about that team. Yeah. As soon as as soon as they introduce uh, the tethers, I completely forgot about that team. Yeah. Go on, go on. But then but then if you know that it, they did switch, even at the beginning, you realize they switched. Oh, then it's about something else. It's about somebody. Uh, it's a metaphor for people uh, using violence to up to. Uh, uh, Go up in life, you know, move up in stature in life, you know what I mean? And it's a, it's a whole different movie than stuff like that. So, oh, and then I was gonna mention the the moment I realized something was going on with the character is when they were on the beach talking to Elizabeth Moss's character, and at one point, uh, Elizabeth Moss asks uh, Lupita Youngo's character, like, "Oh, what's going on? Are you okay?" And she goes, "You know, sometimes I have problems talking and stuff." I'm like, "What?" I mean, she's a very she's very successful. She's yeah, she's but, smart. But, like, but why would she not be socialized? At that point on, you didn't know that tethers didn't even exist. Yeah. Top. but yeah. that, again, when uh, you, I, that, that that tells me the whole PTSD thing. Yeah, more. exactly. Yeah. That's where it stored my brain. Oh, it's a PTSD thing. But then, but that was the first time I realized. Oh, there's something off. There's something really off about her and stuff like that. But yeah, we got. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I think I think one of the one of the parts that I think. Um, well, I don't know how I don't know how to really say, it, but but when when okay, you know we we, we should establish this mm-hmm. Lupita Nyong'o's character. Okay, Adelaide yes. is the one that's that's married. That's the one who who's trying to fight for her life. Okay, Red is Lupita Nyong'o in the red jumpsuit. Right, right, right. All right, so just call him Red, and we'll call her Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Okay, just just to make it straight. But Adelaide is the tethered person, though. That's but what gives Adelaide is the actual tethered person, yeah. correct? Mm-hmm. But in in the very beginning, because for me the you, I want to just jump to metaphors. You want to talk about plus? A lot first. of a lot of metaphors. Though. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of metaphors, yeah. a lot of team stuff. Mm-hmm. So, okay, let's let's take the a plus lot, first. This this movie is asking the audience to do a lot of heavy lifting as far as like metaphors, like you know what I mean, allegories and stuff like that. But also at the same time, it could just be a slasher movie. Yeah. Right, as a pure like horror suspense thriller, mm-hmm. it's fantastic because yeah. you're you're kind of like on the edge of the seat. As soon as the as soon as the the tethered family shows up on the on the driveway, you're already you're already like on there. It's fantastic. That's that's when the movie really kicks in high gear. Because yeah. in the very beginning, I thought it was like, okay, where is this going? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. can you move things along, yeah. kind of thing. But as soon as that happens, the whole rest of the movie is fantastic. It takes to watch. it to another level. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Duke Wilson. I mean, fighting another Duke Wilson, stuff like that. It's, it's fantastic. It's good stuff. Yeah. Duke Wilson? What's his name? There was, or was it like Winston, Winston Duke? Duke. Sorry. Winston Duke. Sorry. Yeah. Mbaka. Yeah, Mbaka from, from, from Black Panther. Mm-hmm. You know, who Lupita Nyong'o is also in Black Panther. Mm-hmm. But, 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 but the point is, is that, um, oh, what, what does uh, T'Challa think about, about this pairing? Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, 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 hey. So, T'Challa's not around. Correct. R.I.P. So, so a, a couple of things. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the, of the Sun character. Which is the son character? The son. Oh, okay, yeah. Her okay. son. The reason for that is because I couldn't tell if he was supposed to play it cool, mm-hmm. 
like like he he gets what's happening and he's mm-hmm. playing it cool mm-hmm. or he's supposed to be scared yeah because there, there are moments where he's supposed to be scared and he i think he's scared mm-hmm. and there's some parts where he seemed a little too calm no too distant a little too distant to this yeah uh disassociated to the situation mm-hmm. at hand but have you heard the theory though that they actually switch as well. Yeah, the kids switch. But, but well, when would that possibly happen? The only thing that the only thing that uh, are no, because at one point they said they haven't been here in like in two summers, and two summers ago is when uh, he knew what the magic trick was, and then after that he didn't know how to do the magic trick anymore. So that that's what people are arguing that they made a switch, and oh, then okay. also when they also when he did the magic trick, uh, the real quote unquote son burned his face, but the right. but the tether person did burn his face. But but my whole but the argument against that is. They establish the fact that if you do switch, the tether person has no, can't speak. You know what I mean? Can't remember? Uh, they can't speak. They they have to. Uh, it takes time for them to speak and get socialized, normalized. Yeah, like. I, and Adelaide, they Adelaide say, just learned how to speak eventually. Yeah, but it took a long period of time. But right. so if the son switched only a couple of years ago, he would still be in the thralls of how, how to be quote unquote human and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Correct. So yeah. Plus, Adelaide would know. Yeah, she did the exact same thing. She would know she mm-hmm. was he was switched. It's, it's not like she went down there yeah. and picked up the her, picked up her other mm-hmm. son. Yeah. But speaking of Adelaide knowing the tether and all that, it, it, it's another. One, it's, it's really it, it's it really interesting when you look back on the movie once you know the twist because a lot of times you can see Adelaide being absolutely fascinated by by the tether people. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like right. when the daughter died and stuff hanging from the tree, she goes out of her way. To you know, look at her and empathize with her, and you go, "What are you doing? Is it just a mother instinct and stuff like that?" I think it's a mother instinct, but but yeah, but you don't know what level of that mother instinct until you know that twist at the end. You, oh, she's a she's she's drawn not just a mother thing, but she's drawn to it because they're both tethers and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Well, that's true. I, that, that's kind of what I was thinking too. Like like, oh, she's sympathetic to them because they're also tethered, mm-hmm. right? But the point is that in her, I think in her eyes, that that could have been her daughter. Mm-hmm. That could have yeah. been her son. Mm-hmm. So so she's like she's against them getting killed yeah. as well. She would you know? she really didn't want the son to get burned at the end. Yeah. Which comes to mind. Okay. So her, her Adelaide's son walks backwards so that so that the tethered son will walk back into the fire. Mm-hmm. Which establishes um, that they have control over the other the tethered's body for some only, reason. Only the, it seems like it's only true for the son. For some reason the son has a, a, a like a like a like a like I think it's varies. You know what I mean? I think it varies. But Winston Duke does the same thing thing too. Does he really? Yeah. The the one scene where he oh, was gonna the, the eye knife. Glasses. Yeah. Yeah. So so no no not yeah the glasses the glasses establishes that oh they 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 have similarities mm-hmm. right the the thing in the boat where where uh the 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 tethered mm-hmm. uh dad mm-hmm. was gonna try to stab him yeah. He figured out that he could control him, so he slammed his head to the side. Oh, is that what he did? Okay, and, okay. and that's the reason why he slammed his the the, the, the tethered guy slammed his head to the knife. Yeah, because he figured it out. There is some yeah, there is some sort of connection, but I guess maybe if you're conscious of it, you have to concentrate. You 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 can mirror. It. But it does seem like yeah yeah I don't know. But the caveat yeah. there is that because you know you okay they had the flashback on the ground where you see everybody yeah. reenacting what what's the, happening the upstairs. First, the first five but minutes. The point yeah. is that okay if they could have done this. Mm-hmm. Why weren't were they doing it more to get away from their killers? I don't know. If it's, come on. it's one of those things where you can't, you can't, you, you know, when you get, when you're a part of a of, of, of home invasion robbery and stuff, like that, then you can act perfectly at every perfect situation and stuff like that. It's just, I, I think that's fine. It's not that But big it, 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 seem, it seemed like the, the movie is kind of breaking its own rules. Mm-hmm. It gives you the option to be able to control your, your killer, mm-hmm. but, but there are times where you 
can't. But there's one of those things where maybe the son realizes nobody else in the family realizes he just didn't. No, but the dad did the same exact thing too. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it's not. But the thing is, the dad did the same thing. But his 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 other died already. So maybe, like I said, maybe he just didn't share that information with his family. It's not. It's something I would get. It's nothing that bothers me too much. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Yeah. I I don't think it broke the movie, but for me, I'm like, eh, it's it could have been written better. Yeah. There's a reason why I think Get Get Out is still a better written movie. Mm-hmm. Plus, he spent a lot more time with Get Out than he did with this. Mm-hmm. He he wrote this movie like probably probably like a year ago, literally. No, no, he said he's he's been working on it on and off for for, but he really concentrated after he won the Oscar. After he won the Oscar, yeah. like he knew this was gonna be the next. But I think like most writers, he has a lot of uh, what's that expression? A lot of ideas. I, ideas on that. A lot of. Uh, things in the fire or something like that. I don't know what the expression is, but anyway. but, but okay. If, if I was gonna talk, talk about another plot hole mm-hmm. that I take, mm-hmm. um, uh, Red, the real the real daughter, mm-hmm. ends up underground. Yeah. Why didn't she try to get out? I mean, come on. That's and then then you wouldn't have a movie. I know, but the point is, is that the movie establishes the reason why they could get out in the first place because mm-hmm. the power outage stopped mm-hmm. the escalator mm-hmm. that, that allows them to walk up. But knowing you, kids, but you kids can't, try you can't to take it. You can't take it that literally. You can't take it. Too I literally. guess, but it's, you can't. It's, like, it's stop. It's like it's. It's like again. The, if you want to judge a movie like Cinema Sins, you, you can't do that. You have to. You have to give it some leeway. It's a fantastical thing. This movie establishes like there's millions of people underground throughout the United States have a tunnel system. Stop. Well, that's uh, the thing though. I I think the movie kind of doesn't really. It's supposed to be like a fable. Yes, but yeah. it's not shown like a fable. Not yeah. to me, at least. But that's the that. But that's the art in it. That's 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 the arts. The artsy farsi part of it. I've heard interviews on podcasts where, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, Keegan. I don't know what's his guy's name. Jordan Peele. He's talked about this. He's talked about it. He that's that's a deliberate thing. That's an artistic choice. What did he say? He says he does. He likes taking in this instance fantastical elements and in Get Out sci- sci-fi elements. But then he likes to fil- and combine it with with horror, and he filters the two and stuff like that. He understands. He he, he he. But also, he likes to have it grounded, very very grounded, very realistic. And stuff well, like then that. see, I, I can't that's really. A, that's an artistic choice, though. And I think that's the problem too, because because I I, I want to see it grounded and realistic, mm-hmm. but those little plot hole details kind of yeah. ruins, kind of kind of kills us as my suspension of disbelief. Again, this is this is to me this is Simmons. I don't think that's Simmons. I think he, I think, he, I think he, that he that, that take, breaks the plot. He could he couldn't figure out another way to make her trapped there. Without giving her dollars to escape, I mean, but they the, could have made it easy. They could. But just the movie's not about her, her trying to escape. It's the fact that she she did escape. It's about a person kind of uplifting herself and and uh, what called be, being a different person and stuff like that. It's it's not about her escaping though. It's not. It's she's he's more worried about the story, the the character of it all, not the literal escape of it all. You know, uh, I, mean? I, 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 I personally, I think yes. she. I, I personally, I think he should have wrote it differently. So this wouldn't be an issue. Yeah, because no. I love I love the ambition of the movie, the the, the themes of the movie. Mm-hmm. Which you want to get into it now, or you want to just yeah, talk about ahead. the plot still? Mm-hmm. Um, so what is your interp- interpretation? Because there's multiple interpretation. Mm-hmm. It has a lot to do with hands across America. Mm-hmm. It has a lot to do with the fact that, that they're wearing red jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. It has a lot to do with the fact they're underground. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the the fact that that when they ask her, "What are you?" and he goes, mm-hmm. "We're Americans." Yeah. You know, it has a lot, and plus the movie's called "Us," it's the called, U.S., it's United US. States, all blah, that blah, stuff. Blah. It's a it's a hot, it's, just about every, it's one of those things where it's a it's a Rorschach text. Actually, if you whatever you bring to the movie and whatever you however you are interpret all the things that. Uh, that uh, that uh, that that you want to do, it, you go for it. I think it's interpretation, yeah, of, of the U.S. of America, of uh, how people lift themselves up out of like 
other people, like quote unquote other people, lift themselves up, but then at, at a certain time they forget about how they lift themselves up. You know what I mean? It's I think it's about you mean like the, the privilege thing. Yeah, it's a privilege thing, but it's also about uh, generational violence. How how you commit violence to uplift yourself, but then at some at some point you don't you don't look back. You just move you moving forward. I think one of the key images is actually in the beginning when uh, Adelaide goes to the House of Mirrors. It's uh, the, you know what the House of Mirror the 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 House of Mirror what, what the theme was yeah the the Native American theme. Native American exactly. but didn't they didn't they change it exactly the they wash the white so what was the present time I, I forgot. Uh, Mer, uh, it's a Merlin thing it's a magical thing oh, okay uh, like okay. medieval stuff right, you know what I mean? it's about generational violence and stuff like that. you know what I mean we we live on land that's based on murder genocide and stuff like that you know what I mean but we so we live so skip ahead a few hundred years later. It's something. It's something we talk about. You know what I mean? We 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 live in Los Angeles. You know, hundreds of years ago, Native Americans were here and stuff like that. But we murdered them, and we well, California we, was more like uh, Mexicans. Mexi- <laughs> what are what are what are Mexicans? But, what are Mexicans other than Native Americans that got Spanish right. license and stuff like that? But you know what I'm saying? That's to me what the ultimate metaphor of the to me that's the most important metaphor. I'm sorry, there's a lot of metaphors, there's a lot of things going on. But that's to me what the ultimate message is. And then you know, and then the other cool, th- yeah. So that's why it is. Go ahead. So the, so you're you're saying the underground, the tethered people are are pretty much the usurpers, the ones who the immigrants who came in and took over the, the lands others, from the, the, the ones that the people that established the wealthy people just just piss piss you know just just this they brush off and stuff like that. They they're the ones that the people step on to get ahead in life. Right. Because yeah. I mean, it, there's there's three parallels to that because. Adelaide's family is technically middle class, yeah. right? The uh, Elizabeth Moss family is technically rich, yes. and then you got the tethered. So there's like the middle class, the poor class, and the rich class, mm-hmm. right? Oh, by the way, speaking of Elizabeth Moss, she's fantastic. Uh, yeah, she's fantastic in the movie. But you know the twins that mm-hmm. they had. Mm-hmm. The, the actress who plays the twins mm-hmm. were actually uh, Ross and Rachel's baby in Friends. Are you serious? Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So 16 years later. <laughs> I, I just is a, just a tangent. One to me, one of the hallmarks or trademarks of uh, Jordan Peele is how well he gets performances out of not just the main actors, and stuff, but the supporting actors. Because I thought Elizabeth Moth and her, her husband, yeah, they were great, were fantastic. The way they argued were very specific. You know what I mean? It felt real. You know what I mean? The 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 thing where she tells him, "Hey, get off your ass and see what that sound is," and then he says, "No, I'm good right here." It seems like they had that argument a million times. It, it's just like, it's very specific to them. And as far as the twins, you notice at the beginning where you first see them on the beach, they're doing somersaults and stuff like that. Right. And then later on, when the, when the others come, the tethers come, they're also doing somersaults. That was a good, that's that was a good. good. That wasn't really a jump scare, but that was a good, because I didn't see her back there. Yeah. You know, and that was great. And I love the fact that th- that family gets murdered like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, not only that, but I didn't know there was going to be other tethers. Yeah, actually, yeah. I thought it was just going to be an isolated case with, with, with Adelaide's mm-hmm. family. But then when they showed the white family, yeah. I thought it was Adelaide Stedders killing them. Yeah. And then I go, oh, no, they had yeah. duplicates too. So I thought that was great. Uh, on the was Empire great. Pro- podcast I listened to, they, they talked about this as well. It starts as, as a, a, a home invasion. Home invasion. Yeah. Then it becomes, then it expands, it grows. And then it almost becomes like a, a walking dead apocalyptic kind of, you know, end of the world kind of thing. Because you because the world gets expanded. You know what I mean? You realize there are other others. There's other it's this is happening right. nationwide and stuff like that. And yeah. the moment cool. in the movie where they were already relaxed, mm-hmm. and I'm like, somebody should turn on the TV. Yeah, you know, and they, I should turn on the TV. Yeah, I'm like, oh, good, you you were listening to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's it, that part is good stuff. What we're yeah. talking about? Sorry about the tangent. No, no, we're, the, the, the themes, the themes the of the me- movie, the themes, the metaphors. I, I honestly think that besides the fact that Lupita Nyong'o is incredible She's in this incredible, one, yeah. um, the the rest of the cast are good too. 
and and the suspense thriller is fantastic. Wilson I think the Duke most is fantastic. The most interesting about this movie is the themes, the what the message yeah, is true. of yeah. the movie, right? And and I I think the privilege thing is the most obvious one. At least for me, I think it's mm-hmm. the most obvious mm-hmm. one. Is the privilege the the those who are unprivileged trying to take what's uh, from the privilege because mm-hmm. the privileged have completely mm-hmm. not neglected but completely um, well forgotten about mm-hmm. the unprivileged mm-hmm. and completely uh, takes their privilege for granted. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't this isn't necessarily white privilege versus whatever, but what is it? Just in general, I think you can apply the the plight of the outcasts, uh, the poor, and stuff like that to any kind of you know country, any kind of social status. But it's very specific to the U.S. Though I think he is something that's very you you United because he calls it U.S. and stuff like that. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, it's, it's yeah. very specific. It's very intentional. I mean, when she says that we're Americans, it, it, it's calling out, hey, this is yeah, yeah, the team awesome. of the movie, yeah. right? Like, you got rich people who don't care about the poor, mm-hmm. who only claim they care about the poor, but they don't yeah. really do anything. And that's where the Hands of America thing come, I think Correct. comes in. It's, yeah. it's, it's like Hands of America's lip service toward, toward the systemic problems that's throughout the United States. It's just like, oh, it's 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 just a show, but... Uh, do 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 you actually go in there and redistribute wealth and you know you know that sort of thing? So so do you know the details on hands uh, across America? No, it's too young, man. So yeah. so uh, <laughs> so hands across America happen to to fight against homelessness mm-hmm. and and uh, and hunger. Yeah, which right? it worked right. It, we don't have that today. So the thing is though is that I think each and everyone who who stood in line mm-hmm. like gave like five dollars or yeah. fifteen dollars mm-hmm. or whatever, and it was supposed to add up to a certain amount. It was like. Mm-hmm. 35 million or whatever mm-hmm. like that, right? And from what I understand, it wasn't even a complete line. They had yeah. to like fill in Breaks, gaps yeah. with cows mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Um, and they have to ignore the areas that clearly they can't stand in, like the desert. Yeah. Obviously, you can't stand yeah. there, right? Um, the thing is, though, is that after everything was done, mm-hmm. the quote-unquote overhead costs ate up the whole chunk of the yeah. of the of the donations yeah. and they didn't really get they didn't really get to give much mm-hmm. to the homeless and the hunger yeah. which is very american yeah right so this non they should have just been a non-profit company that's yeah. doing this but no they went ahead and got, well, just change laws you know <laughs> just kind right. of hire uh, you know yeah. like so essentially so essentially yeah. this like what you said this hands across america which is lip service of like hey we actually do care about mm-hmm. the poor Nope. You know, yeah. apparently not enough because mm-hmm. you did this for show mm-hmm. just to make yourself feel good, mm-hmm. and then and then you just abandon it, yeah, kind of thing. So which which goes to mind with with the uh, with the whole privileged thematic of the of the movie, mm-hmm. which is that the 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 tethers are the poor, the the mm-hmm. homeless, the hungry, the downtrodden. You know, they, they, they complain about we have to eat like rats. I mean, rabbits and not, and then we 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 have forgotten us. So yeah. it's like it's that kind of a thing. And again, and also the thing you mentioned earlier, the the, the one. That stands out in the movie is the fact that he, the, the tethers say we're Americans and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Some a lot of times when they talk about Mexican Americans, Chinese Americans, Black Americans, like there's some other. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. But they are American. They're as American as as anybody else, as, as any class. You know, Americans should feel you know like Americans. And they also mentioned that uh, what you call uh, even though their copies were doppelgangers, but they share one soul. They share one soul, and that's a very that's a very kind of a metaphoric idea too. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like they, the they share one soul, soul, but apparently they couldn't transfer all of the soul exactly. into the tethers, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And which is, I guess, their reasoning on why the tethers uh, acted the way they do in to copy what they were doing upstairs. Right, yeah. Which mm-hmm. logically, to me, doesn't really make sense. But whatever. Again, it's not supposed to be. It's I know. Not I know. A logical I know. Movie. I know. Be, be, lot, there is another theme I want to talk about this movie. But mm-hmm. before I get there, I want to ask you: What did you think about the last acts of the movie, which essentially was the showdown between Adelaide and Red, as well as the the big reveal and the conclusion of the movie? I think the 
I'll say something negative about the movie right now. The this the overhead shot with Lupita and arguing with Red and Adelaide. I think that went on a little bit too long and stuff like that. It just remember a uh, Fast Six where that the the last action sequence has the the plane going off the oh. runway and it goes on for like fifteen minutes. It just reminded me of that. I think it's just you. I, I think for the third act, you should, when you get information, you go boom, 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 boom. You know what I mean? I thought just, it just went on for way too long. I explained way too much with the dancing, the black swan. It's like, it's just it's just too much. Okay, you, you lost me and stuff like that. That's number one. Number two. The fant- the reveal between the son and the and the and the mother, I think that's a fantastic. That's, that's an all time right. great twist. Because I've mentioned a lot of things about why that twist is great, but I also mentioned wh- another thing. Because films, films is the, the one thing films do is you you identify with the protagonist. You know what I mean? But the thing is, when you do this twist, you're you're calling out the audience, saying, "Do you still identify with this protagonist, even though you realize?" what she's done, you know what I mean? All the crimes that she's committed to get where she is, you know what I mean? Right. I think that says a lot about uh, about you, the audience, also about America in general. Because like I said earlier, we we right now all live uh, uh, because we are, we're associated with the winners. We're the people that committed violence to, to get where we are, you know what I mean? So I think that that's fantastic. That's great. Now, she's definitely American. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because like, it's 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 a very it's a very loaded thing. It's a, it's, it's powerful stuff. Now, just could the, the very end with the with the hands across America thing, with right? The, I nah, nah, it's a bit much. Okay, because um, to me it's a little esoteric. Because I because it took me a long time as as I was watching the movie. What was Hands America about? What is he? Oh, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. A, did you ever? This is a tangent. Did you ever see the movie called The Invitation? No, I still have not. Actually. Okay, then I can't mention it. Never mind. So, so going back to the big reveal yes. where 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 Adelaide like smiles mm-hmm. slightly to her son, mm-hmm. and her son puts down the mask, mm-hmm. which is a callback to him earlier when he was ready to fight. Yeah. He puts down the mask, like mm-hmm. almost like mm-hmm. like an armor kind of mm-hmm. thing. So he sees her, realizes that no, no, she really is one of them, mm-hmm. and apparently there was a switcheroo because he did hear her guttural sound yeah. when she was killing Red. Yeah, right. That's why he was confused and who was rescuing her, mm-hmm. uh, rescuing him, because it, yeah. it's he thought red one, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so, so it seemed to me like like he's just gonna keep his mouth shut. That's why. That's what my impression. Yeah. That's how I read it too. Which is kind of the same thing with with red son who who burned his mouth and he can't talk. Yeah. Right. So it, it seemed like the, it, there is a parallel between the two of them, but at the same time he has no. Well, that is your mom. Yeah. You know whether whether she came from from uh, being tethered or not. Mm-hmm. The point is that even though. In the going back to the privilege thematic thing, even though he was born middle class mm-hmm. and she was born poor, mm-hmm. you know it's still your mom. Yeah. You shouldn't be completely ashamed but, of who she but is. But also, it speaks to what I said about the generational violence. Her generation, the old generation, has committed a, a horrible acts of violence so that the son, the young, the next generation, could have can be uplifted and stuff like that. But what does he do about it? Yeah, does he, he, do you call? Do you call out? You know what? What are you responsible? What sins of because it's being passed down to him. What 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 is he gonna do about it? You know what I mean. I mean, he really he, killed his doppelganger. But you know what I'm saying. I'm talking about a very, very metaphorical sense. You know what I mean. Right. You know what, I'm saying? what does he what does he do about? It? What does he take? Does he just take on the privilege and then, then don't say anything? Go to SC. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah. so you know what I'm saying. What does he do about? It? That's an interesting stuff. That's it's a very heady stuff. There's a lot of things to think about. And also just some since you mentioned it, we haven't mentioned one another thing about the movie. This movie is very very funny, man. There's yeah, that, it is. There's that scene with Duke. Duke's the MVP in the funny parts. He is. He does a lot of dad jokes in it and stuff like that. The bit where he they count down how who should drive based on how many how many people they've killed and stuff like that. Oh my gosh! All time great. 
all-time great. That was a funny scene, oh, well. but that also took me out of the movie because I'm like, come on, you're supposed to run for your life. You're arguing about this now? No, no, stop. Because these guys. These to be guys. fair with the daughter, she had the right call. Her her dad has a busted leg, mm-hmm. and she. What did she say about her mom? Oh, she. Oh, she had her. She had a thing. She obviously she should be driving. Yeah. Right, it's good. Oh, that's that's hilarious. So that's I, Winston Duke is fantastic. He does a lot. Like I said, a lot of dad jokes. He does a lot of like, oh, he's happy to be there. He's all kind of. Go- he's just very supportive, very loving, and stuff. It's it's great. I love it. Oh, somebody else pointed out to me, but apparently, and this was shown in trailers all over the place. Mm-hmm. The the I got five on it. Mm-hmm. Where was she talks to her son? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, go to the beat. If you actually, if you if you watch it, you can see how he confused him is mm-hmm. he was because she wasn't in She's beat yeah. with the actual song. She was in beat. With the offbeat of yeah. the song, which already is the first hint that oh, by the way, she's not who you think she she's is. She's not who she thinks. She so, is, so yeah. the thing about the, the the being sympathetic to to Adelaide compared to Red, mm-hmm. um, Red, which is the little girl in the beginning who who gets taken. Okay, yeah. she wasn't sympathetic. Yeah. She was she was insistent of getting the price that she wants. Mm-hmm. You know, she wanted uh, she wanted a shirt that she probably shouldn't so are be you, wearing. But here's the thing, though: Are you watching? Is that opening sequence from her perspective or? The tethers perspective. Like I don't know. To, see, I think it's from a it's a it's an off perspective because the, the thing I notice about it is you don't see it, you don't see neither parents' face. You know what I mean? It's 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 the way he shoots it. You don't see any kind of close to himself. I think it's from a from a certain point of view. Oh, speaking of parent, the dad is played by Black, yeah, Black Manta. Yeah. yeah, I was like, hey, that's Black. even though you don't see his face, I recognize that anger and that and that voice anywhere. It's like, hey, <laughs> you're gonna avenge your father, right? You you Aquaman, right? Yeah, it's good times, man. That's a great actor, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so even, even the, even the real, so quote unquote, real Adelaide Red, mm-hmm. I didn't really feel that sympathetic for her until, but, until she was like, like, hey, I, I lived underground. I had to eat rabbits. Mm-hmm. I was forced to marry this guy. Mm-hmm. I was forced to have kids. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, that's when I felt sympathetic to her. Mm-hmm. Right, but at the same time, she's kind of killing this other family too. Yeah, that's know? that's the movie. Where do you feel your sympathies for though? And eventually, she's the one who who engineered this entire uprising and stuff. But do you, but they're murdering people, but they're but they're, they're downtrodden. You know what I mean? They're shouldn't they? They didn't ask to be created. They didn't ask to be, have a little bit of soul. Do they have a right to have a violent rebellion, stuff like that? Ah, uh, so here's where I go with the other team that somebody else brought up. That mm-hmm. I'm like, I think it's getting it becoming more and more apt. Mm-hmm. The color of the jumpsuits are red. Yeah, right. Red is mostly associated with uh, thriller, Republicans, New Republicans. Yeah, yeah, sure. Right. So, so if you think about it, um, this could be. The, the so-called middle America that's mm-hmm. that's been forgotten mm-hmm. by by Democrats that, that hey we still exist we are the coal miners oh, okay. and you have forgotten about us that's interesting right so so that's the reason why they're and they're, this is them fighting back mm-hmm. no different than when the Tea Party was created no different than than them getting Trump out up in office they're fighting back against against the who they claim are the privileged the people who have it better than they do because they've they've been forgotten. Yeah. They went uh, just from what I can tell. They uh, he used red because uh, it's a Michael Jackson, the thriller jacket. Oh no, it's fair enough. Fair enough. And yeah. also that's why they have the one one, uh, one glove, one glove too. Where did they get Where did they get the jumpsuits though? And where did they get the no? But scissors? no, stop, stop, stop. Yes, yes, Again. I know. I know. It's a fantastical movie and stuff like that. I know. It's, I know. Just, it's fantasies. I know. So and then, from and, Amazon.com. And then there's two other there's two other parallels to that to that to that metaphor that I was mm-hmm. talking about here. Uh, Republicans, whatever, red, mm-hmm. red jumpsuit. We're we're gonna take back this country. We're mm-hmm. America. We're the actual Americans. Mm-hmm. There's those mm-hmm. parallels. Mm-hmm. So here's the other parallel. Uh, when 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 the rest of the tethers are up are up are above ground mm-hmm. doing the hands across America thing, mm-hmm. where where is their leader? Back 
back with doing doing her uh her duel with with Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't Red, mm-hmm. their their leader, be up there with them? Mm-hmm. But it seemed like she doesn't really care. Mm-hmm. She doesn't seem like she cares what happens to the people that she that the tether that, that she told, hey, put your hand across America and mm-hmm. everything will be okay. Build a wall. Mm-hmm. Essentially, she told them build a wall, oh, okay. right across America. Build sure. a wall, right? Sure. Uh, they're they're wearing red. Mm-hmm. They're building a literal wall yeah. of people, and and just and now going back to what actually happened with Hans America mm-hmm. against across America, mm-hmm. how it was deemed to be a natural failure. Mm-hmm. These are the people. The tethered are duped. They're duped by mm-hmm. by red. Mm-hmm. Red doesn't have a plan. She sure. her plan was sure. hey let's get up there and take sure. take take the land mm-hmm. and we're gonna create this wall. Yeah. And then what? Yeah, I don't know. My, and then what? My impression. Yeah, I mean, but that's the thing, though. That's, the, that, that's my that, that's the, the the meta- metaphorical parallel to to what's going on with with the Republicans versus Democrats. Mm-hmm. All right, interesting. A couple of things, though. But the thing is, what do you call it? I think the uh, I don't think it's, I think it's, I think the plan was if I if I could abstract, I mean, I could just figure it out. Uh, the plan is because they say the, the plan for long. It seems like what they were doing is the first thing they do was go ahead and kill their. Their, their counterparts, tether. and then from there, just get just get in line. That's 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 all that's all they got. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because assuming assuming they killed their other, it's one it's one to one. So the the, the population is decreased by a lot. So, but the thing is, like I said, if you want to get really into it, as far as take it take it too realistic, you go, you just go, hey, where are the people with the guns? There's a lot of people with guns in America. They be, you know, these these guys aren't bulletproof and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's like come on, true. True, but hence why. And also going back to, I'm sorry, just going back to the 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 the, the hardcore the Tea Party and stuff. Like that. The biggest difference is the people uh, from the Tea Party. They come from a group that 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 uh, the white part of it. They come from that society. They come from right. you know what I mean. The They've been used. They've been manipulated, of course. Right. But still, the, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean. That's yeah. the difference between that they you know what I mean. They have but an the interaction tether, with them. The tether were manipulated by Red. They yeah, blind. Yeah. They blindly the, followed her. But the creation, the the actual. But they were not. But they, but they didn't ask to be created, though. You know what I mean? They were. Ne- they were never. You know, they were never asked to be created. The the the, the metaphor sh- should be closer to like slavery and stuff like that, because slaves were never asked to br- brought to America. You know what I mean? The, the and the tethers down there, they were never asked to be created. They were never actually be be asked to brought to life by the by the government and stuff like that. You well, know? Play, playing along with this with this metaphor again, mm-hmm. um, the the tethered, which is Middle America, they were neglected. They were not taken care of. Mm-hmm. If they were taken care of. They wouldn't have to fight back and take the country back, mm-hmm. you know. But that they had Red telling them, you know, Trump mm-hmm. telling them, "Hey, follow me, and I'll, I'll and I will and I will free you. I will I will help you. Well, I will give you this promise that you will be better well, off." Well, with Red me. speaks as about as well as uh, Trump, so that's that, yeah. that maybe that <laughs> incomplete sentences and stuff yeah. like that. So, right. so so crazy hair. So Red so Red gets her wall. Sure. You know, and then everybody, all the tethered, the the middle American people are are happy. Hey, we got our yeah, wall. Yeah, but the problem is, again, but the problem now is, what? But the problem is, if you extend that metaphor far enough, you re- you realize the the tethered people. There's no consequence that, that they suffer at the end of the movie. They just holding hands and stuff like that. If they if you want that, but metaphor, they're waiting. They're, they're know, waiting for their leader it, to tell them, okay, we did this. Yeah, it's everything's gonna be better now, right? But if you want to extend that metaphor, like I said, far enough to its conclusion, there will be consequences to them just. Other than standing standing around, you know of course I mean? there'll be consequences, but that's yeah. the reason why the, the, but the movie ends. Cuts, see, that's why that's why the movie cuts because, the credits. I, don't, I think you read way too much into it and stuff like that. Because unlike what uh, what do you call it? unlike uh, this metaphor of Trump and stuff like that, the fact that he's he's like the president, but the, but the people that vote for him are actually suffering consequences. You know what I mean? Medicaid, Medicare is being uh, cut and stuff well, like that. The, the, the tenant were also suffering. Until where? They, they, they seem they seem kind of content 
in the life that they lived as long as they were taken care of. No, but it seems like they won. Thousands of them were holding hands. Like I said, the metaphor no, doesn't... No, that's because Red told them to do that. No, I just don't think the movie uh, shows enough for for that metaphor to work. Like It doesn't... You don't see enough scenes of it to work for that for that metaphor to be complete and stuff like that. I, I just don't think so. I, I just don't... It, I, don't I mean, it's all it's... there. Like I said, he laid all mm-hmm. these pieces and like I said mm-hmm. in a previous episode... You know, great writing has has unintended consequences that make sure, the writing course, even that's better. That's fine. That's fine. You know? I mean, if you want to do like a Rorschach, you, you bring what you want into it. Stuff like that. But yeah. yeah, that's fine. And I'm saying that wasn't my original uh, feeling about the movie. My, I, for me, it was all about the privilege part. Mm-hmm. The, the privilege metaf- metaphors, what really got me. And, yeah. and I read this thing about how, oh, yeah, it's kind of like the Republicans. I go, okay, I can kind of see that. Sure. Yeah, sure. You know. Of course, white people want to see other things in other people's work. Of course, yeah, they always see themselves. That's that makes sense. That makes total sense. <laughs> what? They just just take other black people's work and just take it to see themselves in. It. That's I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get. It. Oh, the, my only my other my 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 complaints. Like I said, that one scene with uh, that red and Alley, uh, it just goes on forever. Like like I said, hands across America. I guess it gets a little too. It gets, it's it's a little esoteric. It's a little bit it's a little bit much. Uh, when as far as like cinema sense kind of critique. Things I noticed, Winston Duke at one point, they make a big deal of the fact that he broke his leg. But once he gets off the boat, he's kind of swimming along with no problems. I think you, I think you drown for broken. Well, maybe leg. he was doing doggy style. I think you would drown. I think you acknowledge that you're in pain too. And also, once he defeats his double, he go, he pulls up to the, the 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 port. He's completely bone dry and stuff like that. I think there's I think there's a something's happened there and stuff. Like that. I think. Speaking uh, of Winston Duke, I do like the the callback or the foreshadowing with the uh, with the flare gun. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. as soon as he got to his boat, I go, oh, he's gonna, he's gonna yeah. go to the flare gun, mm-hmm. and then he didn't, he didn't, he didn't really yeah. do much. And that's a, that's a callback to a, a lot of action kind of you know war you know movies and stuff like right. that. You would think the flare gun would be the answer, but it's flare gun. No. Yeah, I would like to watch this a second time to to yeah. get all these all this the foreshadowing, all the hints that he laid out yeah. throughout the movie, and and it's it's great. I've seen some YouTube uh, YouTube videos breakdowns. There's a lot of Eleven gets repeated a lot. They mention you remember there's a scene where she looks at a spider. And, uh, oh, yeah, and there's a bigger and a bigger spider. spider. And then, you know, it goes to the whole itsy bitsy spider crawling up and pulling something down. That's mm-hmm. exactly what happens and stuff like that. So the owl symbolizes, like, uh, 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 foreshadowing, like, bad things happening and all that stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on. It's very, it's good times. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a really good movie. Yeah, it's a really good movie. Like, like I said, I, I think I, I think I like Get Out a little bit better than this yeah. one, but, but it's a really good movie. I, I understand why people might like Get Out better because. In that one, you clearly identify with Danny Kaluuya's character and stuff. You definitely, right. well, he's definitely a good guy. The guy from the guy from Psych. Right. <laughs> <laughs> call back, call back, should be folks. embarrassed. But this one, because Nipino Younga is playing kind of tricks with the audience, because she, you know what I mean? She, oh, but Lupita Nyong'o, much better actor than Danny Kaluuya. But they're, oh, they're both My great, God, so. if she isn't nominated for this role, yeah. the, uh, the voters great. are ignoring it. Yeah. I mean, come on. But you can, but you understand why. People are don't gravitate toward toward, toward her the same way that they do uh, Daniel Kaluuya's character. It's, it's a different role, it's a different movie and stuff. But I, I can see why, uh, just by because of that, uh, Get Out. They might. I, think, I don't think so. I I think Adelaide, even though she's a tethered, I think Adelaide was very sympathetic because she's a mother mm-hmm. trying to protect her family. Mm-hmm. Right? But the, but I'm like talking about in in terms of pure empathy. I think it's you have a stronger connection with Daniel because because it because the only thing is. Even uh, oh, okay, no, I see what you mean. Okay, yeah, because because it's because it, it's clearly uh, the Pierre might be hiding something. You might not. You, you could also read it as not. Or as, was she? You know, or she? You know what I mean? Like I said, it just seems like she's a little bit 
you can't just grab onto it easily as Dan Cooler's character. But anyway, but this, that's not a criticism. That's an observation. Yeah, more I still don't know if this will be in my top 10. Well, it just sees mm-hmm. how the rest of the year plays mm-hmm. out. But it's a really strong contender for being in my top 10. But, mm-hmm. but we'll, right. we'll see how that goes. I can, I can see it. I, it's one of those movies where I think it's going to age very well. I think so too, because this is the kind of movie that you want to you, you want to talk about. You yeah. want to talk about this until until the rest of time, pretty yeah. much. That's good, you know. So yeah, and we'll see if the us verse actually happens. So we'll see. Sure. I mean, he he told me he said that he's okay. He's open to an idea for a sequel. Yeah. So, so yeah, good the time. us verse. All right. Thanks for listening. This was episode two hundred and twenty-eight of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Where's Whenever.